Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am spending a little time with my new friend, Tiffany Dillon. How are you tonight, Tiffany? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to meet you. You know, it's always amazing how tight this community is. You and I were actually introduced to each other through Alicia Maria, and then we find out we've both got connections with not only Brooke Crouch, but also Amanda Hill. So you're in a good circle of great people. So for those who do not know you, Tiffany, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a Maryland native. I grew up in Maryland and then I went to hygiene school at Mount Ida College in Newton, Massachusetts, which unfortunately has been taken over by another school at this point. But we had a great graduating class. So I graduated in 2012. After graduating, I practiced clinically for about a year or two. And then I decided to pursue my bachelor's degree in public health. And that's kind of what opened like the larger scope of practice to me, as opposed to just treating patients individually, but more on a community scale. So I am hugely in love with volunteering in so many different ways, which is actually how Alicia and I linked up through Hygienists for Humanity. But I enjoy also giving back to the community through Mission of Mercy. Well, next Saturday, I'm doing the 5K for oral cancer screenings. So I always look for other ways just to broaden my scope of practice with that public health background as well. But I am a full-time clinical hygienist. I'm a certified EMT through the state of Virginia as well. I have my own business, Scaling Up Innovations, and I am a wife to my amazing husband, Corey, and I will be a soon-to-be mommy as of October. <laughs> I, I think your plate is full. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, we were going to talk a little bit about you are the founder and the owner of your own business, Scaling Up Innovations. And you have a broad array of services that you offer dental hygienists and dental offices. What all do you do within your scope of practice in Scaling Up for Innovations? So when I developed Scaling Up Innovations, I first based that upon really just CPR. And so I chose the name Scaling Up Innovations because prior I had a study club called Scaling Up which to me, I love the scaler because hygienist, curettes, right? And then I felt like leveling up, like how to improve our scope of practice, our education. So I started as just a very single scope with just CPR and offer CPR services individually to community members, specifically focusing on BLS aspect with my EMT background. I kind of work one-on-one and as a group as well if dental offices need the group capacity to teach CPR could certainly help out with that as well. And then I kind of broadened from that. So 
learning about all the different things that you need in a dental office to operate, have like your yearly OSHA, infection control, and especially COVID kind of heightened all of that as well. Um, during the shutdown, I think I read through every single documentation of infection control and, and to me how simple it is to follow all the protocols, but through practicing for so many years and, and for a while I was a guest hygienist. So I went through a ton of practices and just seeing how many offices really aren't following simple, not really recommendations. I mean, these are mandates. So, you know, things like not packaging you know, FCPs and making sure for testing is done weekly. And so I realized that a lot of offices either don't have hygienists or a dental team member that's trained to do those types of things or educated to do those types of things. So I really enjoy the education aspect. So I would love to have the opportunity to go into the office and help train the team members so that they can actually take on those mandates by themselves without having to risk infection control breaches or even, you know, employee like breaches too. So, yeah, yeah. you know, needle sticks and things like that, making sure everything is spot on per their state mandates. And then most recently, I love social media. I'm pretty active on social media. I don't know if it's a gift or something, but I love social <laughs> media. Um, and so I, I've met a lot of colleagues through social media, which is, is kind of fun. And I've realized that there's this huge push on social media of private presence for dental practices. So um, at first it was like, okay, just put all stock photos, like just post something. But now it's it's kind of changed. They, you know, social media and everyone on social media want to see like real photos, you with the patient, what does your practice actually do? And I found out most recently that it's important to have a social media presence, but more importantly, it's, it's better to have the new patient experience tailored to your office. So that way, from the time that patient calls on the phone to the moment they walk into the office, to the time that they sit in the dental chair, that everybody has a very similar experience, but tailored to that patient. And some of the things that I can suggest, and it's really simple, just offering something like a chapstick to the patient before their dental procedure goes a long way. I have patients who like ask me for the chapstick if I don't give them one because, you know, through the appointment, your lips get dry and it's just a nice special touch. So when we focus on how we make the patient feel, that will talk miles when they go to their neighborhood and they're at their cookout and, you know, dentistry comes up in conversation they will pass that off, you know, that your experience, the experience at your office, they will pass that on to all of their friends, their colleagues. And that's really how offices can grow, but also grow with like great patients too, right? The, the people that you want to keep coming back to your office over and over again. And so that's kind of, I hope that's answered your question. I kind of rambled on a little bit there, but um, <laughs> that's kind of what my business really focuses on. The things that you know, doctors really shouldn't be focusing on, they should be focusing on, you know, their clinical procedures, team management, but things that need to be done, like OSHA, they can outsource that so easily and at least have a source to go to when they have a new hire or their yearly OSHA courses or infection control. 
And same thing, CPR, there's so many offices that, that aren't up to date on CPR and you really need that to keep your license active if there were ever to be an audit. So that can right. be kind of scary. Yeah. So you are helping offices with CPR. Mm-hmm. Um, you're helping offices with OSHA training. You're helping them with their infection control and consulting with their hygienists. You're also mm-hmm. working on the new patient experience. So you are a wealth of information mm-hmm. for any office. So for our listeners out there spending time with us today on this podcast, how can they get in touch with you if they've got additional questions for you, Tiffany? Thank you for asking. So there's a couple different ways. My website is scalingupinnovations.com. That usually that has a contact us, so you can go directly there and send us a quick email. My email is scalingupinnovations at gmail.com. And then all my social media platforms is also Scaling Up Innovations. So I made it kind of simple all across the board so that if anybody needs to find me, you certainly can. Or you can get into contact with Alicia or Amanda and they'll send you my <laughs> way too. <laughs> the joy of a tight community. Well, I want to tell you, thank you for your time. I know you've been in clinic today. I know you're at home now and ready to unwind. And I'm so thankful that you shared this time with us and with our listeners. Before we wrap up, do you have any words of inspiration you want to share with our hygiene community today? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's never too late. So whatever you want to do, you know, tomorrow is never promised. So if you want to go back to school to get your bachelor's degree, do it. If you want to go back to school for your master's, do it. If you want to run the 5K or marathon, start practicing and just do it. I think this year with our family, we've realized that, you know, they're like tomorrow, again, is just never promised. So it's important to live the fullest every single day, whether that is in clinic or with your family, however you want to take that home. But just live every day to the fullest. Well, those are very good words to wrap this up. So once again, thank you for your time, Tiffany. And to our listeners, thank you for spending the last 10 minutes with you. We hope you're all well. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.